Welcome to a, another episode of Elephant Out of the Room, and it's lockdown again. It's the first day of another national lockdown. So, what I wanted to discuss today is just kind of trying to be positive about the whole situation. Um, so, I think that's that's the most important thing. Um, and just looking at kind of ways, as I did in, in the previous lockdown episode must have been about six months ago now, just looking at ways to use your time to do different things, um, just basically saying some ideas. Unfortunately, I'll, I'll start negatively. I'll try and keep it very apolitical because I think there's no point delving into looking at what we could have done differently because what's what's done is done, basically. So there's not too much you can do to change kind of the restriction set. You just have to follow them. Um, unfortunately, even though you might not disagree. So it's just about trying to keep, you know, <laughs> this podcast apolitical as hard as that is. But, and starting on a negative note, I think I'm worried for a few aspects of why this lockdown might be different from the previous one. Um, a few reasons are, I think the main main thing is actually that last time, it was quite new to us. So as, as much as it wasn't a nice thing, it, it was exciting to an extent of kind of the freedom of not having to, to get up and go to a specific place of work or place of education. And then also having more time with whoever you're living with and just kind of that, that excitement that, that came with it. Unfortunately, there's no excitement this time around. That's what I can tell you. Um, Cause I think people are just kind of, tired and fed up and thinking maybe we, we could have had it earlier. Whereas before we were quite unsure how, how long, how long it was going to go on for. And we thought maybe at the end of this, you know, I, I remember a lot of things predicting that by September we'll be fine. And that didn't come to fruition. So now kind of in people's minds are right. We've got this one until probably December, early December. And then we might have another one January to March. And then will there be another one next summer? So that's kind of, before, again, there was kind of light at the end of the tunnel. You were doing it to a certain kind of period and then you thought, oh, we've, we've got the summer. Um, whereas now it's a bit of a worry because how many times are they going to reintroduce lockdowns? How many times are they going to have tier three restrictions set on particular places? So that's my kind of initial worry is before it was felt like a one-off and now I think it's coming to the realisation that this is what life could look like, at least for the foreseeable future, which is actually a quite a scary thing. Another thing is obviously it's approaching the winter months and like many other people, I'm sure kind of have a bit of sad disorder, which is seasonal affective disorder. I think, um, just kind of where you, you're very happy. Generally your mood is a bit increased when the sun's out, when it's kind of getting to spring, when the days are longer and now suddenly the clocks have gone back and it's getting quite dark at like 5 PM. So that's kind of another thing where, We've got very limited amount of time where we can spend out in the day kind of during the light, which I think is important. And then it kind of gets dark at five and you're already kind of seeing where the day's gone. And generally the winter months are colder. So before we were meeting a lot of people for, um, I don't know, picnics, going on runs, cycles, just look, all these different things that you can do outdoors that again, going to be limited or definitely aren't going to be as pleasurable now because it is approaching, approaching November and December. And again, Christmas time will be difficult. We associate with November and December with going out a lot 
whether that's meeting up with friends, going to pubs, you've got Christmas events, a lot of Christmas shopping that you're going to do. So now that's going to be limited to online. Um, Amazon's going to win again, <laughs> obviously. Um, but you've got a lot of that that's limited there. So I think Christmas will be extremely difficult, especially with the uncertainty. And then you throw into the mix, obviously, a lot of people have elderly or vulnerable people in their family who they always meet up with Christmas on Christmas Day, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve. And that's going to be affected because, as I said, there's just so much uncertainty. And I think that's what I've heard businesses talking about, how uncertainty is the real killer here because you just can't plan for the future. Because we're just, you know, again, it's not anyone's fault in particular. Um, it's just having to adapt to a to a new life. And there's also a, the added financial strain, whereas before we had a what I thought was quite a good scheme introduced that helped a lot of people out with paying 80% of their wage. Um, I don't know what's going to happen this time around, but you've also got to take into consideration some people haven't been employed since March. Um, so there's going to be a further financial strain on what is quite a tough period for some people around Christmas time anyway who can't afford to buy gifts. I've definitely seen online... Uh, good ideas about how maybe we shouldn't be spending a fortune on, on gifts this year and trying to buy the finer things in life. Um, so whether that just be an essential item, like some food. Um, so it's, I guess it's completely up to the family with what they feel is financially capable. But again, I think this year more than any, you shouldn't feel like you have to go out and buy a gift. I know it's certainly something that I'll be doing, but maybe Diff's definitely thinking about not getting, not getting too excited and buying a candle. I don't know. Um, and yeah, just to, you know, again, keep it on a, a negative note to start with, but I've got down here, it's, it's just quite scary thinking how many times this is going to happen. But that's not what I'm here to do today, recording this podcast. I don't want to kind of be ridiculously negative about the situation. So I'm going to throw some positivity so firstly, um, I kind of want to focus on on the previous lockdown because that's where you can compare it to. Now, I thought the people in my circle, a lot of my friends and family that I knew, I thought it was generally quite a good thing for everyone because you suddenly have this period where you have more time on your hands to spend with yourself. We've a lot of people that I was mixing with had busy, very busy lifestyle where you kind of go to work very early in the morning, come back quite late. You'd always be doing something in the evening your phone would constantly be going off. It's a very busy lifestyle. You'd always have sporting things to do at the weekends as well and just general activities. So it's real, real, really non-stop for a lot of people, including me. So it's just nice to kind of get get a break from that and then you could concentrate on yourself. And I saw, I just saw people kind of making really smart decisions and being able to, to, to do that with regards to their future. Some people even purchased buying, buying houses, um, because they're in that position where they have the time and resources to to have a look whilst continuing looking at home. I, I definitely, obviously, it was very, very difficult for a lot of people, but I did see some positives in just kind of the way people are thinking about themselves and the future and doing little things to, to improve themselves. And just to negate, obviously, a previous point I said with regards to the winter, it is an extremely exciting time for everyone, specifically kids as well. And I don't think that will change this year because I think a lot of the excitement comes from things like playing Christmas songs, just the evenings getting really dark and, and cold and huddling around watching a film with the fire on, things like that. So 
I do think there'll still be a lot of excitement, especially with, with, with kids. So, and the excitement around kind of lockdown is, yeah, lockdown could end in early December and they could be very, because we've kind of committed a strong month and the infection rate would have gone down. Maybe we can have, have our family around for, for Christmas day. Maybe we can go out for that Christmas meal. So that's kind of the positive. You can look at it in terms of why the lockdown's happening now and how it'll be quite open for December. Um, and just a quick disclaimer before I go into kind of, <laughs> kind of all my advice, I think, yeah, ultimately you can, it's completely up to the person, what, what they want to do during this, this lockdown. But personally, I just think it's a great opportunity to do something. Um, especially now that we might have many more of these going forward. Let's try and make it as, as productive as we can because we don't know how many we'll, we'll have. Um, I'm probably I'm probably saying this because I have a certain obsession now. I feel like a lot of years was kind of wasted to an extent personally, just kind of not, you know, like, I don't want to sound like something you'd see on a, on a card, but like life is too short. So you want to make sure that you kind of live into your, your potential, what you can do. So I, I wasted at least four or five years where I really have nothing to show. And in the last few years have, have been a lot better for me. I feel like I've learned new skills um, and just achieved a few more things. So that's why I have a bit of an obsession about trying to use your time as efficiently as possible. And I know people aren't like that because they look over time and, and maybe they're just happy with what they're doing as well. They don't want to throw all these extracurricular activities and, and tasks in their way. So it's just something that, you know, I, I kind of adhere to now. Um, but also, you know, you might pick something up from up from this and think, oh, that's a good idea. I might try that. Um, so the first thing to think of for this lockdown is maybe something that you didn't take full advantage of last time. So what have what have you learned since the, lo lo since the last lockdown? Did you look back and think, oh, I could have done this differently? I could have spent more time doing this? Um, and then you could kind of broach that in, in, in this new lockdown. Again, I know a lot of people will be working from home or, or carrying on with their normal jobs, but you'd still likely have more time in the evenings, um, to, to get something done. So it's just about thinking, is there anything that I regretted during that lockdown? Did I watch, did I watch too much Netflix? Was on my phone too much? Did I go out for enough walks or runs? Um, and then just having a look from there and writing that down and see if you can get something done for for this lockdown, um, albeit probably be only for a month, but it's still worth doing so. So I think the fitness and movements kind of are two important things that I'm going to throw off the bat. Um, fitness wise, I'm not doing too much, but I think going out for a, a run every other day is, is quite cool. Whether you just got, literally go out for a mile or do a little 5k around the block, something like that. Um, I just, for me, I think running is the best thing one of the best things you can do in terms of exercise, just because the ease of doing it, you really, I mean, apart from maybe try and get a good pair of running shoes, you really don't need any equipment, anything for it. You don't even need your phone. You could literally just go out and run for 20 minutes and come back. And you, I just feel like you feel productive and you feel, you just get a kind of a runner's high. I, I genuinely think most people get that when you just have a, a, a certain high and, after you've, after you've been running just cause the environment you've been in and kind of your pace, everything like that. And then movement as well. Cause I'm guilty of that all the time. You just kind of, sometimes you get up and 
straight to your desk and there's very minimal movement involved so anything that you could do in the morning i've introduced five minutes of stretching per day because like every morning at like nine o'clock just so you, at least something's moving and then that kind of gets your the mental side in gear as well um, but that's the worry i like many other people will be cooped up inside a room or a desk every day so it's just so important to to move part of your body so you kind of don't feel too lazy or just generally health wise it's important and th that's when i want to come in with something that i've learned recently and um i learned it from buddhist meditation it's called tiny habits and it's been ridiculously useful in in my life and it might be worth just kind of stating the principle i don't really understand it fully in terms of like the mechanics behind it i guess um but the idea is that you'd introduce something, write down a list of things you, you'd like to improve. Um, and then you look at one specific thing. So for example, I wanted to, two things I wanted to do. I wanted to, to meditate daily because I've meditated before. I think it's really good for you, but I just wasn't doing it enough. So I spoke to this, this woman who introduced tiny habits and she said, the idea is to introduce it very, very slowly. So even if you want to do introduce it this slowly, you do one breath, every morning. So you need to do one breath. And then you got to look at, right, where can I implement that breath? What do I do every day? That's kind of an ongoing habit. Um, so I looked at it and I thought, well, I brush my teeth every day, just about, um, make my bed every day again, just about, but these things I'm doing more often than not daily. So I thought every time after I make my bed, I can introduce this, this breath. So instead of introducing a breath, I felt confident that if I introduced three minutes of meditation, that could work. So I started it three weeks ago and lo and behold, every time I make my bed, I sit down and it's almost just natural now. I do three minutes of meditation. And so the last couple of days after making my bed, I've moved on to five minutes. So it's already had a, an impact and I'm already suddenly doing five minutes daily of meditation all because of introducing it. So I think the two main points to pick up from there is to focus on something and do it very slowly. Um, so whether it could be going out for a run, all you'd need to do is put your running shoes on. That's all you need to do. Maybe if you just do that every day, so you get in the habit. And then maybe in a couple of weeks time, you just go out for a walk in your running shoes and then just go from there and pick a, pick a time, maybe after a shower, that wouldn't make sense necessarily. But just, just pick a time where you think, oh, I do that every day. So another example of mine is I did want to play a bit more piano. So what I did was I looked at another time of day that I do something quite solidly. And something I do do is take a few vitamins after lunch. So then I was thinking, right, not straight after lunch, but after vitamins, I can then sit down and play three notes on the piano. So I started with that for a whole week. I just played three notes on the piano. And then a week later, I played a scale. And whilst that's not been as successful as meditation, I still feel like I've done a bit more piano than I would have before. So just, I think it's been a great help to me. Again, it won't necessarily make a difference to you if everything's going pretty smoothly and, and you're motivated to do everything you want. But I think this Tidy Habits is a fantastic way to introduce things slowly. Um, and when the gyms reopen, I think that might be a good place to, to introduce it as well because I find myself when the gyms were open going once every fortnight, it's just so inconsistent. So trying to introduce some consistency will literally be key.
not just in lockdown, but just in life is, is to get enough sleep. And I've always known it, but I've recently read a book called Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. It's quite a scary book because it, it documents just how important sleep is. It documents the different patterns of sleep, whether it's REM and other types. And it's just, it was mind blowing, honestly, in terms of some of the, a lot of the studies that were portrayed in terms of the difference of how even an hour sleep per day can can affect memory, um, can affect accidents. There's just so many different things that even things like heart attacks, medical conditions that you didn't think necessarily it would have that big an impact. So I've got quite strict on that and I'm making sure I'm having at least at least between eight and eight and a half hours um, per day. I'm also get, getting up in the morning trying to limit alarms because um, alarms scare the shit out of me. And, <laughs> and they're just not a, the nicest thing to wake up to every morning. So I think that if you go to sleep at a reasonable time, you don't necessarily need to have set an alarm. And that's the beauty of thing at the moment. You're not going to have to get up earlier to go to work at a certain time. You kind of get being, be a bit more free with it. And when I wake up in the morning, another thing you can do is don't check your phone. I'm talking like not checking your phone for like 20 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, half an hour. Cause I heard on a, on a podcast, someone does it and they said they prefer to be proactive rather than reactive. And I thought that was one of the best quotes I heard in a while. Cause it's just such a good way to start the day rather than reacting to news or text messages. You're kind of getting out of bed. I don't know, brushing your teeth, having your coffee and you're being proactive. So that's pretty cool. And um, setting down before you go to bed, setting down time on the phone, something I learned about recently, just where you can set down time between, I don't know, half 10 and half seven, um, where you can't access particular applications or you don't get notifications from them. Again, if you want to use your phone, it's completely up to you, but it's just helped me get better sleep and kind of not be so addicted to my phone. Overall, this is going to be a very, very tough time. Um, so as you've probably seen everywhere, a lot of it's talking to people, especially I've seen a lot to do with men as well about men's suicide rates. And especially now with, with another lockdown, um, obviously I'm worried about, I'm worried about everyone. Um, I think one thing I particularly learned, and I definitely know people would agree as much as it's important to stay in touch with people and contact them. I did feel that zooms kind of did the opposite effect at times where you'd have a kind of two to three hour zoom call. And you wouldn't feel great afterwards. It'd kind of make you more sad because you've just kind of been in an uncomfortable position, looking at a screen for two or three hours, not actually got that excitement of, of speaking to someone face to face, a video chats nowhere near as good. Um, but I definitely recommend trying to speak to people as much as possible. Um, but that kind of zoom aspect of a zoom quiz, it's not something that I'm going to be doing every day. Um, because it's just kind of, uh, makes it harder. In a, in a really weird way. I mentioned before, a scary thing is obviously how many times will it happen? So ultimately a lot of these things that I've said that you can look at is just trying to focus on things that you can do yourself. Um, something that's important where you don't rely on others. So you don't rely on a certain, a certain gym to be open. Um, you just don't rely on, th on things to be running smoothly. You can go out and, and, and do it for you. Um, and even unfortunately you can't rely on necessary other people cause you're not going to be able to meet up with them all the time. Um, so that could literally be anything that could be writing a song, 
um, pretty much doing any kind of fitness or or individual sport that you can do. Um, so yeah, just reiterate from the previous episode that I recorded six months ago, just try and learn a new skill, um, ultimately that you can do yourself. And when things do hopefully go back, go back and normalize, it's something you can introduce as well. Ultimately, I'm not completely excited about this next lockdown. I'm not ecstatic. Um, I've started at university, so this is kind of a prime time to, to be meeting people and to, to study and just throw yourself in that environment. So it's come at quite a bad time again. But I, I'll just try and be a positive person, try and look at things that, that you can do. I'll certainly be doing a, um, a lot of running and a lot of studying because I can probably study more than more than previous years. And if you've got anything from this, uh, if you've got any ideas, please message me. Um, all I kind of want to do is just give, if this podcast gives someone one idea, then I thought of it as successful. It's always nice as well to just voice some ideas and get, get into conversations about really good things you can do for your mental or, or physical health. Um, so yeah, really do what you want during this lockdown. Try and treat it as a, a fun thing to do. I know that obviously people are going to be suffering from that financial strain this time around more than, more than before. Um, but it's just about looking for opportunities. I've spoken about a lot of things you can do individually and for, for exercise, for, for fun, but maybe even things that offer a financial gain, even this, even a, even a podcast. So yeah, thank you for, for listening. Hope you picked up something. Um, ultimately, this lockdown is your oyster. Um, you can grab it, grab it with two hands. You can even try and record a podcast. And I'll be back with another episode, luckily with my flatmate. We'll be doing another one about films. But I hope everyone enjoys the lockdown and tries to get through. And then we can have a fantastic December.